Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. Second hour, Bink at Night. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. The beautiful text line said no one. Jay Southland, Tow Service Text Line, 913-576-760. Although tonight you guys are on point. You're talking a lot of smack to the text line. I it's going to come back around It's a love-hate love relationship, you know? But they've been on point tonight. I give them credit, man. They've been great. Good questions. Timely discussions. It's got me off on a tangent from time to time. Good stuff. I told you. I said, man, the text line is on fire tonight. I told you that. Respect their work. You know, they've worked all day. They've got some things to put out there before they get home. And You said some disparaging the comments lawn. about them off the air. Now you're trying to build them up. We went through that whole little spat when they kept calling, like you and Kramer and everybody, and complaining about they can't see the Royals on TV, which is like calling Wendy's about a Big Mac. We can't do anything about the radio station. I think you got way angrier about that than either Kramer or I or anybody else did. I got, I got, I got, I was on tilt. But it was taken away from like good calls, good discussion, right? They couldn't watch it on TV. There's a solution. I found the solution and watch them. You know, that might be hurting the attendance. You think? It being difficult to watch on television is hurting the attendance in person? Nah. Don't you think so? Not really. Really? Why would it hurt attendance just because it's not reaching as many eyeballs? I don't know, man. Hear me out on this. We'll get to the Chiefs here in a second. So I was way off by two-thirds. I was expecting a big Memorial Day crowd. Now, you can say, well, it was raining, and I get that. And I've used that excuse, but I do it knowing I'm going to get slapped back. Because 20, I said over 30,000. Because the gates were open. Open attendance, fill it up. Fill up the K. 31st, 12,604 went. I thought when the gates were open, because the rain did hold some people back, but not over 20,000. You know what I'm saying? 28,000 did not show up because of the rain. And then the day before, on the 1st, again, May 31st, they opened the gates. 12,604 on the 31st. The first, 10,333. <laughs> and I say this because one sport that you really like, 
Sporting. Wouldn't they play Saturday? Wasn't it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. Yep. You know what their attendance was? I bet it was jammed. It was uh, over 20,000. Yeah, sounds about right. That doesn't happen. But they don't now draw the Royals. I mean, some nights they do, but not like this. This was, this was, I think, honestly, that the organizations will look it over. I get it. We, we play all the games on the radio and the app. I mean, we're doing our job. That's our job to put the games on the radio. And the app's a bonus because it used to not be that way. But it's on the app now, so you can carry the rails everywhere with you. But I think a lot of times baseball became entrenched with people did. Kind of like that background noise. Just think something you always did. Brush your teeth at night, whatever. Royals game's always on. You know, and you're always glancing on it, seeing what's going on, checking it out. Maybe it's on your second TV or your phone or whatever. You're checking it out and seeing what goes on. And maybe just out of sight, out of mind, I, I do think I do think being out of sight, out of mind does does contribute, to be honest with you. I do. Then they were at an 11-game losing streak, but I'll say they won four of the last five. They're back. They're game over 500. Right? This is a fun team to follow. The Royals are. But I think that might be a bit to it. Don't you agree? I mean, just I mean, if you're not tangibly watching them, you say, because when you see them, you're like, I'm going to go see these guys in person. i got to go see those people at the K having all that fun. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I also know that. But if you can't watch them on TV, that's your chance to go watch them if you want to watch them. I also know the two teams are in different areas to or in different like situations too. Like Sporting's right at the top of the standings. They're having a great year. They got a lot of exciting players. Royals have a lot of exciting players. Very true. Very true. I'm just saying is the level is not quite the same. And the draw of teams, the opponent. And it's probably different demos for both. It wouldn't like the Yankees were here, the Red Sox, or you know, Mike Trout. Well, he's hurt, but Shoei Otani and those guys. I mean, it was the Pirates. I mean, not exactly a billboard draw. So we'll see if it starts spiking up. I do think it will. I do think we're going to get there. I do think the attendance at some point will start. Uh, will start. I, I was, I was a little bit. I didn't think a sellout, but I thought over thirty. I, I, I was way, way too optimistic. And I'll admit it. I was a hundred percent wrong. Hundred percent wrong. Here was Vern uh, when he was on uh, with Fesco yesterday at seven forty-five. He wasn't surprised by the no sellout Monday. I'm wondering if the first sellout of the season happens uh, this weekend, or, or when does it happen? I mean, do we have to wait for the uh, Cardinals to come to town? I I don't know when the first sellout of the season is because I understand why we haven't had a sellout in forever because of the pandemic and, and poor baseball. Right, back-to-back 100-loss seasons. Haven't had really uh, too many capacity crowds going back to maybe 2017, that final game of the season, bidding adieu to Hosmer and then Kane and the rest. Um, but, but when it happens again, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't. We all remember the Ned Yost 2014 conversation, right? And Ned Yost sitting up there going, "Hey, does anyone want to make it out to the ballpark and support this team? We're playing some pretty good baseball." Everybody lost their mess, got all angry at Ned Yost. Uh, maybe Mike Matheny will have to do something similar. Maybe he'll take Bobby Witt Jr. if they call him up. Because people will be flooding him for that. And I've seen the K on Monument. I remember the night where the Royals were still losing a lot of games and Miguel Cabrera was going for the Triple Crown. Something he hadn't seen forever. And 10,000 people walked up to the stadium to see it. Miguel Cabrera will never forget that. 
He still likes Kansas City fans because of that and because of that night. Pete, a lot of people have the – by the way, text line, um, I'd love your advice on this. Jay Southland, Toe Service text line, 913-576-7610. You been to the K? Do you plan on going to the K? Or <laughs> during the pandemic, did you get loaded up on 70-inch TVs, right? It got pretty comfortable. And that might be something to it, too. People's habits changed. Not that you're worried about COVID or anything else. Maybe you just became a homebody. You didn't go out to restaurants as much or bars. I mean, certainly we all had to step back a little bit from that because we had to. I tried to still support those. But you did You did create different habits. You did create a little bit different habits. 913 says 80s gets fans outside. Maybe so, but the weather is pretty good last couple nights. At least I consider. I, I consider anything in the 60s or less good damn weather. I actually prefer that kind of weather. Uh, 660, people get excited from watching on TV and they want to go see these games in person. Eh. Agreed. I mean, I, 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 I do think there's something to that text line. I, I do think that you are, uh, you're right on that. From the 660 or from the 785, this has nothing to do with anything, but I'll answer it anyway. Bank, where should we go for dinner? KFC or Popeye's? Um, I'm a Popeye's guy, man. That, that, that chicken sandwich <laughs> I'm addicted to those. Listen, I wasn't going to wait in long lines for it, but you don't have to now, right? The euphoria is it's like it went in and out, but what a burger. When it opens, it's going to be long lines. You're probably not going to get into it for a while unless you park your car out there for four hours, which is insane if you do that. It's a damn burger, people. But again, eventually, they get a four-hour wait for White Castle in Orlando. I love White Castle, too, but regardless... Uh, 816 Memorial Day weekend. Everybody's out of town, homie. It was a night game. It was a night game. If you're at the lake, maybe you get back earlier. I mean, we, we've seen, listen, Memorial Day, 4th of July crowds, we've we've seen them higher than that. We have. And you couldn't go watch them last year. It was cardboard out there. Now you can. Gates are open. Like, what's stopping you? I'm curious what's stopping you. Is it because you've adjusted your habits? Did you go buy a couple big screens? Um, what did you do? Did you figure out? Uh, well, I mean, I still haven't been able to figure out how to cook. Tried. YouTube. Tried. Couldn't do it. You know, do you prefer grabbing the brews and sitting on the couch? Maybe so. But there's still nothing like going to the ballpark, man. I mean, the lines have to be crazy. The, 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 traffic has, the traffic's never bad at the K. It's just never bad, but it's got to be just so nice. So nice. I can't even imagine. Let's go to uh, John. What's up, John? Yeah. Well, the K, uh, we was out there last night. And nice. The weather, the weather couldn't have been any more beautiful. Uh, it was exciting. I don't know why they're not filling, filling the stadium up because it, it, we got some great ball players on our team and, and they're, you know, we're, we're getting there. It's just going to take. They got to be patient with with this team, and uh, you know we'll we'll get on a losing streak for yeah. a little bit, and then we'll be back to winning. Uh, they got the capability. I think everybody ought to be tickled pink with being over five hundred at this stage of the game. I am. So, yeah, I am. I had egg yeah. on my face there for a while, John. I did, but I'll say this: the Royals do a great job on Memorial Day too. The the tributes and military and everything else. They do a great job with that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and. And you know it's uh it's they're they're excited they're gonna be fun I've been 
I was excited about them. You know, I went down to spring training and watched them, and and I, I did don't you? Know, I, there, yeah, there's a there's a lot of lot of uh, talent there, and and we we get the. I just don't understand why they. You know, you know, when we went on that eleven eleven uh, uh, streak losing streak here. Um, I don't know why they took Junis to the bullpen. Junis was pitching well at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's not a bullpen man. He's He's a starter. He he just can't come out of the bullpen. It don't seem to me. So, but uh, who's your that, favorite that, young that, pitcher to watch? Who's your? I'm curious. Do you like Singer? Oh, do you like Bubich? Do you like you, you like what you saw from Daniel Lynch? Who's your who, or Keller? Uh, Keller's still a young I, guy, so we'll throw him in there too. I think Bubich is going to be. I'm with he's you. Gonna be, he's going to be exciting to watch, but I, I think uh, Singer's got a lot to offer us too. He's uh, he, he's he's going to be be with the Royals for a while. I, I, yeah. I, I think I think he can do the job. He, he's just young. He, I mean, yeah. He's really young. Yeah, I he think they're going like, to be good. Looks like a 16-year-old like kid out there on the mound. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. the call, John. I appreciate yeah. it. Remember that okay. show, Weird Science? You probably don't remember that. It's back in the 80s or Weird Science. You take the best of – like, I would love to take Lynch's arm, Brady Singer's disposition. Like, if you cross me, I'm going to stare at you and break you down. In Bubich bulldog mentality, man, and pinpoint accuracy. I love the combine. You can't, you can't do that. You can't. I knew as soon as he said Bubich that that was gonna be your favorite call. Thank you. You know I'm on that train. You, you love Chris Bubich. You know man. what? I was on the Wit train too a long time ago, and then you know he got good, so I had to find another train to get on. And once, once but Nick, I joined the Brett Eibner train, and that didn't go very far. Well, and once Nick Prado gets up here, it'll and, be tough to pull yeah, you away from the K. Damn right. <laughs> Yeah, I was there for Whit Merrifield's debut. Second half of a doubleheader against the Boston Red Sox. I was fired up. Fired up watching his uh, spring training stats and his minor league stats. See this guy. Let's see him. Whit's a ball player, man. Let's go to Dan and KCK, who's a caller, man. He's a caller. What's up, Dan? Hey, Bing, how you doing? I had a pretty good day at work. I well, good. I show last night when the Royals won grand, with the grand slam by Ben and Teddy. Uh, and then I told Josh, you know, I was glad the Royals are five back. I told him uh, we're two and a half back at the wild card. And he told me, I, I, don't care, I don't care about the wild card. I want to win the division. So I'd like to apologize for, to, to Josh for that. So, you know, uh, I, I want the Royals to win the division, of course. You know, you know that. Sure. But, Everybody yeah, does, Dan. I'll tell you about the uh, NBA Plus. What do you What do you think about these fans going crazy? First, uh, Russell Westbrook gets popcorn thrown, then that Knicks fan spits in Trey Young's face, and then that Washington fan, and then the the Celtic fan also hitting Kyrie Irving. What do you think? Of, what do you think is going to happen to these? Uh, to prevent all well, and we saw a fan charge the field in Chicago today. You know, I mean, you got to set example. And there's assault charges for the thrown water bottle right now, right? I'll get to what I would do with this. But right now, I think uh, one commissioner's kind of hiding Adam Silver. Where you at, man? Be on top of the Roger Goodell wouldn't put up with this crap. Yeah, but if it's He the- wouldn't put up with this crap. He'd be out there on the forefront. You'd be banned from every damn stadium in the NFL. That's having some gumption, man. That's having some intestinal fortitude. Where the hell is Adam Silver? Besides NBC Sports Washington. Yeah, I mean, but isn't there like a weird Streisand effect thing here where if he talks about it more... They've had five incidents! Yeah, but if he talks about it more, doesn't that just encourage more people? Do you hear what Charles Barkley said to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to it, though. We'll get to that topic because it, it did come again today with baseball. We saw it. Will it happen in the NFL? Ah, I think you really, really chanted yourself 
jumping the fence in the NFL. Because it's probably not going to be pretty. You're probably going to hope security gets you before the players do. Because a lot of those guys in the NFL love to hit you. Other sports, they like to pretend to hit you, and they like to be held back. The NFL, not so much. They got helmets on. They get shoulder pads on. And they want to kick your ass. And it's much different, but we'll get to it. Uh, the top six, the Chiefs had six guys in the top 100. NFL top 100 is not out yet, but I do find this interesting because it's from a Chiefs hater. We'll do this next. Big at night. Welcome back to Big at Night, Jim Inkley, Grant Nicholson. You ever have the draft tomorrow for that? Uh, it's a wheel. Spec has a wheel. And you spin it. And that'll dictate where you end up. I mean, I, I know I'm not doing nights, so I'm okay. I'm, I don't care where I end up, to be honest with you. I don't care. So what are the rules? Does everybody get switched or just some Everybody people? gets switched. I get added into the equation to even things up, two and two and two. I've never – someone on text on asked who I'd want to work with, and I said Fesco. Like, of all these years, like, I'm, I don't think we've worked together. I don't know. My memory sometimes is a little shaky. But I've worked with Clean a lot. Worked with gold a lot, actually. I'm working again with Cody tomorrow. And love working with those guys, but uh, Dot, I've worked with him. I haven't done a lot with Fesco. You want me to run over there, see if his office is unlocked, to try to... He does not have an office. Try to rig it for you? Oh, the, yes. the wheel? Yes. Yeah, the wheel of fun? Do you know what, uh, Kramer and I used to have a wheel of whatever? It was what we were going to eat that night. We'd spin the wheel of whatever. Oh, really? It was like chicken nuggets. It was like uh, it was like grilled cheese. It was like whatever after the show we were going to go eat, we spun the wheel. We don't do it anymore. Like tonight, I'm choosing quick trip roller food. That's your whole dinner. Damn right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Energy drink, get some burritos, roller food. Someone text line says they see you at hy V all the time. You want to come and say hi? Do it. Let's talk cheese, man. I've had some incidents there before, but uh, not going to happen again. I mean, guys, have you ever gone to the grocery store for your girlfriend or wife or mistress, what the hell ever, and you had to buy tampons? Let me tell you this. There's not a worse text message or phone call you can get this is, hey, can you pick me up some Tampax? Because as manly men, we don't appreciate that. But you do it anyway. Because they need it. They want it. And so you stop and get it. And then the checker goes, hey, what's up, Beagley? Love your show, man. Is he scanning me like that? He's for my wife. And then all of a sudden, you just go grab some extra beer and throw some on there or something. Just, you know, you stop at Hooters on the way home or Twin Peaks, just to, you know, get your get your man card back. Because you do feel like you lose it for a bit. You do. No, you do not. So you do, you kind of <laughs> do. Especially when you, you, you spout all the crap I do. And then you end up doing that, right? I guess when the tagline for your show is football, beer, energy, drinks. Exactly. You, maybe you feel a it little It does bit. not include tampons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But as guys, sometimes we're asked to do the task and you don't want to. Like someone, maybe sometimes someone's got a bad cold or something. It's just a kind, it's a kind thing to do. Or maybe guys, their their wife got COVID or something. They were out at the grocery store, you know, buying that stuff. I get it, man. Sometimes you have to. Doesn't mean we like it. 
<laughs> you actually should get a lot more credit for doing something like that. And it should be more appreciated for the doing something like that. 785 says, be secure, Bink, be secure. And, and what, I'm I not. agree. I'm insecure. <laughs> beef is secure. I, I'm very insecure when it comes to that. I was I was highly embarrassed. I wouldn't have cared if the checker was like not a listener to sports radio. Like that totally, I don't have a tail, but if I did, it'd be between my leg. You know? I don't cry, but I damn near feel like crying. It's just one of those moments, man. Guys, face it. Grant, you'll face this. If you ever get a woman, which it's not looking good. That but if seems you ever unlikely. Do, well, <laughs> I've seen it happen, buddy. <laughs> I've seen it happen. But Pete Prisco put out his top 100 NFL players again, again. I mean, I've heard this mentioned, and people talk. Chiefs even tweeted about it. The only significance I really see is it's from Pete Briscoe, who's not exactly – he's kind of – he can't deny it now because the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos every year since Peyton Manning, since 2015. Even when Holmes' first game with training wheels on goes out and beats Denver with Albert Wilson and Anthony Sherman, right? No Kelsey Hunt for one play. Still beats him. You had Tyler Bray out there butt-fumbling and everything. I mean, it was a disaster, but they still won. That's when it started. Well, it actually started before that, but it continued. But he did have Patrick Mahomes at number one, and he should be because he is the best player in the NFL, in my opinion. Many people's opinion, think about it. MVP, Super Bowl MVP, going back to the Super Bowl in his first three years starting. Find a better year than that. You can't. He makes everything go. Travis Kelsey was listed on here as well. And number five, but let me put it this way about Travis Kelsey. Check this out. Last five years, 2,369 receiving yards after the catch, after he catches the football. 500 more yards than any tight end or wide receiver in the NFL. Think about that. Only Golden Tate and Jarvis Landry have forced more missed tackles. He's unbelievable. I mean, if you want to talk about who's going to be in Canton, this team's got some Canton guys. I mean, I think Patrick's going to go there, clearly. Andy's, Andy's, I mean, they're, they're bronzing his bust right now. Kelsey's going. Tyreek Hill, a shot if he keeps it up. But they got some Canton guys. Uh, Tyreek Hill was listed at number 13 overall player in the NFL. Chris Jones was number 30. The Badger was 34. Check this out about the Honey Badger, all right? This is why when you talk about, you know, is he going to get an extension or not? Think about the think about his versatility. You can't find any more body more versatile than this. Go back to 2019, he was in the slot, slot corner, 561 snaps. Box safety 367. Free safety 207. Defensive line 91 snaps. You go back to 2020, 508 snaps at safety. So play a little more safety there. Slot cornerback 303. So the Chiefs had him more at safety than at slot. Outside linebacker 115 snaps. Edge 48. Left cornerback 11 snaps. Right cornerback 5. And this is what teams are trying to find. Like the Isaiah Simmons of the world. This would, like Honey Badger, in a way, this is what makes him remarkable because he's an all pro now. Is his legacy, he should have two legacies. One, He's the best free agent signing the Chiefs have had in probably two decades. He facilitated a defense where that was the one missing piece the Chiefs had to have. Brought in new coaching staff, new players. 
But it was the honey badger that was tasked to be the quarterback of the defense, and he did, and they won a Super Bowl. But not only that, his versatility plays everywhere. And not only that, if you're not getting the pass rush, he can provide it. Don't want to have more quarterback pressures from a defensive back standpoint since the honey badger when he came in the league with Arizona. Nobody's done it. But the versatility he provides, the leadership he provides on defense is unmatched. And not only he, he game changed. He changed the way we view safeties and linebackers. And you see it trickling down the college. You know, a safety slash linebacker like an Isaiah Simmons for Olathe North when he's at Clemson? Guy was a safety, then all of a sudden he was linebacker, Bednarik Award, linebacker of the year, Buckus, excuse me, Buckus Award winner. Crazy what he did. But you look more and more around the NFL, they're fighting safeties that could play that linebacker role. Then at number 100, and I can't wait for the NFL 100 because it's players voting, not Pete Prisco. I could have my own list, you could have your own list. Legereus Sneed was at 100. 100 best players. Keep in mind, Orlando Brown was not on this list. Legereus Sneed was at 100. That is a diamond in the rough, man. Like, I, it's not just Pete with this opinion. There are others. Like, if you redrafted, Legereus Sneed's a top 10 pick. If you redrafted, Tyree Kill's a top 10 pick. Those are finding diamonds in the rough. And I get it. It was Dorsey with Hill. It was Sneed with Brett Veach. But gotta give him credit for it. Legereus Sneed is great. Hey, totally. And people whiffed on him, missed on him. All these teams were poking him and asking him questions, forty time and everything. But again, like this is this is why you can't draft, you can't judge a draft guy because I saw so many, and I'm a huge draft guy. You know that I, all these mock drafts and everything. But you cannot judge a draft class that year. I saw as soon as this draft's done, grades were thrown out there. The Chiefs, hell, when they drafted Mahomes, they got a C plus when they drafted Mahomes. You kidding me? It's an A. It's the only way you can look at it. It's an A. In the teams like the Panthers and Broncos and the Lions that passed on Justin Fields, if Justin Fields turns out to be a stud in Chicago, all their draft classes are Fs. They are. Because you passed on a franchise quarterback when they all need one. All those teams need that guy. And Jared Goff, don't give me that in Detroit. It's going to be fun to watch on Thanksgiving and that's it. But if Justin Fields turns out to be a bust, yeah, you look at their draft class much better. Ooh, you know, they were smart to pass on him. It's like when the Bears drafted Trubisky. You know Trubisky's going to exist if these quarterbacks are drafted this year. Which one's it going to be? Trey Lance going to be Trubisky? Not all of them are going to be good. You look at 99. It's the last time it was boom, 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 one, two, and three quarterbacks drafted top three overall. Keeley Smith, Donovan McNam, and was it Tim Couch in 99. But somebody's going to be the Trubisky. But again, you can't judge draft classes. Again, if Justin Fields turns out to be an MVP type candidate or leads Chicago to the Super Bowl, Denver F, Carolina F, Detroit F, because you passed on him. So you can't judge draft. That's why Legereus need. Look at him. You redrafted. I mean, Veach got a steal. Percent steal. Absolutely. By the way, in 99, it's Tim Couch, Donovan McNabb, Achilles. Tim Couch, Donovan McNabb, Achilles Smith. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Okay, uh, Couch was number one. That's right. Donovan McNam turned out to be the only sure. one worthwhile there. Yep. Uh, Andy Reid, by the way. Uh, best free agent signing uh, Persico had is Joe Tooney, although he didn't put him in his top 100. Let's see some respect there for Snead, right? He calls Tooney the best guard in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he's And just missed was Orlando Brown. Just missed. I'm curious if the top 100 NFL has Orlando Brown. I think they will. How many Chiefs do you think make the list? You think it's more or less than the six that Pete's got? You know, I don't know. 
like Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Jones, and the Badger have NFL street cred. I don't know if Snead has enough yet besides an out, outside objective, you know, subjective Pete Prisco writing about it. I don't know if enough NFL players recognize how good Snead is. Like, I don't know if he's in that club yet. Orlando Brown I could see in the club before LeJarrius Snead. We all know Snead deserves to be in there, but when you're talking players, is he – like, these other guys are in the club, man. They got the street cred. They know who they are. Like, their household names, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, Jones, the Badger – Household names. Sneed is not. To me, he was rookie of the year for the Chiefs. Wouldn't Clyde. I don't know that's uh, meant with some uh, with a little bit of controversy. But coming up next, Mike Matheny spoke on uh, Fesco in the morning. Said some things and some updates about Adalberto Mondesi. We'll get to that next. Big at night. Welcome back to Big and Nine, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. Grant, I'm shocked the Raiders aren't tweeting about this, and maybe they have. But their one shining moment when they beat the Chiefs at Airheads on TV right now. The main thing they talk about, talk about after the season. I'm shocked they didn't get t-shirts printed up. This is the victory lap game. Taking victory laps around the stadium. It's their big moment for a team that pees down its leg six or seven games in the season. This is... It's the high watermark for the Raiders. This is a this is a proud moment for those in Vegas. This is a this is their Raiders, their team, beating the Chiefs. Nice job, Raiders. Hey, good for them. You can relive the moment. Shout out Cream Dog. Can relive the moment. Cream Dog's probably watching this we right now. Should text Kramer? You think he's probably just locked in? Oh, guarantee he is. <laughs> probably kissing his television, caressing it. Baby, don't come over right now. I'm watching the Raiders Chiefs. It's the victory lap game. It's important. So one time, you know, the Raiders beat the Chiefs. It's cool, man. It's cool. Got to watch Derek Carr and all the majesty, even though he just threw a pick. Anyway, Mike Matheny talked about Adalberto Mondesi on Fesco in the morning. Well, once again, um, medical teams seem to be encouraged. Mondi seems to be encouraged. Um, it's just measuring just how bad um, – it is, and how he responds each each test. But I think in the next couple of days, we're going to have a better feel because they think that he's going to be able to at least monitor um, how hard he goes. And if, uh, and this is something that he's done in the past. He's had a similar injury. He was able to give us about 80% of what he's got. Um, 80% of Mondi's a whole lot better uh, than a lot of other guys in the league. So hopefully uh, he just keeps taking steps forward. Man, he just got his groove back, too. He just got that swag back. I mean, you're out there flipping the bat. Because he's had to sit around and watch like Acuna and Tatis and all these guys. You know, he's the one with the talent. He's the one that should be, you know, bat flipping on MLB Network, Grant. It's got to be him. You know? Oh, by the way, you just mentioned that uh, Bobby Witt Jr. is just homered again, his eighth of the season. He and Prado Melendez are destroying it. Bobby Witt, another home run. Uh, the Texas League, they hit a lot of home runs, but... He crushed it too. Was it 441? Like he he hits moonshots. They're not just like barely over the wall. They're like way over the wall. Only Yellowstone holds those things in. Four, this, huh? This is 441. Yep, you're right. It's not not bad, huh? You gotta look that one up and listen to it too. The sound off the bat. Ooh. Dynamite. <sighs> it's just pure. It's just clean and pure. What do you think he would have done the compositor aluminum bats in college if he played college ball? 
I can't wait for the the uh, college baseball, uh, the the um, the road to the World Series. I do like college baseball; it's a lot of fun to watch. Here was Matheny on kind of how the injury went down and what he was thinking and what Mondi was thinking uh, when he got that hamstring. Yeah, you just uh, first you heard for the player, and I want to tell you this: Mondi came off the field, and then after you know we're scrambling, trying to get Mickey ready. Um, you know, the first thing goes in our mind is, "Wow." You know, that's unbelievable. And you go down, and the first thing, Mondi looks at me and says, you got to be kidding me. And he goes, you know, I've worked so hard. And at that point, we didn't know how severe it was going to be. And you could just see this, like, man, there's nothing, and there's nobody that wants to see him on the field more than he does. And uh, you can just tell how much it's war on him to be away from our club while we're out there grinding, trying to figure out ways. And they know. He knows we've been excited about seeing him come back without just saying the whole world rests on Mondi being here, but he knows. And so then for something else to pop up, uh, and, and it, this guy just wants to play the game. So, um, yeah, it, it is uh, it's frustrating for him, and we'd love to see him out there, but you know what? We can't hang around in that space too long. we got to just jump right back in there and figure out a way to keep where we are and keep getting better. And he talks a lot about that, man. I mean, i got to think – like I was watching and I was thinking like, what's Matheny thinking? Like, that's the first thing that came like what sucked is they got back to 500, right? That kind of stole the thunder of getting back to 500, right? The team accomplishment because, and I've been a biggest Monty supporter and I still am. Cause every year I say this is the year, man, this is the year. And last year in the shortened season, he played 59 to 60 games. I'm like, okay. And he had that great September again, different type of September, usually September numbers. You don't really, take with a grain of salt because it's tankathon season, but they mattered. Expanded playoffs, two months of baseball, it mattered. It's like, okay, he's got something. Spring training, okay. And then he comes back, the bat flip, crushes a home run, 109 off the bat. I'm like, okay, great defensive play because he's a spark plug, man. And I liken him on the base pass only to Willie Wilson that I've seen in this town. We've seen some good base dealers in this town. Willie Wilson and Monty are the two best I've ever seen. Monty might be the best, like, natural talent doing what he's doing. Even wit, what is in that equation, but Monty's just this natural talent. And it's fun to watch, but you know, even he was frustrated. And I get that, but I was thinking, well, what's Matheny thinking? Like, Matheny is like, he's living every day, man. How can we win this game? Like, how can I put this line? Okay, Ben Attendee's hitting. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, get wit rolling here. But Solaire's kind of letting him down. Monty's letting him down. Like, what else could go wrong? That's all I was thinking about. Pitching, like Matheny finally got Daniel Lynch to come up here and it didn't work out like he thought. You know what I'm saying? So I thought, what's Matheny think of this? Because he has dealt with injury and setbacks. But you got to listen to the rest of the conversation. It's all on 610sports.com and on the Odyssey app. We'll get to it here in a, in a second because he talks a lot about the next man up philosophy in baseball, which he's living with. He's living with this team. It's amazing they are where they're at. Other teams have dealt with injuries. They're not dealing with it well. Look at around Major League Baseball. A lot of teams that are supposed to be good aren't. Look at the Twins. Twins are in last place. How the hell does that? Well, they got their own version of Mondi in Buxton. Shows promise and always hurt. So I was hoping Mondi was turning that corner. We'll have more of uh, Mike Matheny in a minute. But coming up next, fans are out of control, man. Fans gone wild. I know Grant's a big NBA fan, which a lot of this deals with that, although we saw an incident in baseball. What should be the repercussions for charging the court. Do fans think they control too much because they buy a ticket? We'll discuss next. 
Urban at Night. I didn't see it this week, Grant. Usually I like to come in and talk about the dumbest thing I've seen all week. Experience it personally. Like the time I saw a dude pouring bad gas into a trash can at Quick Trip a couple weeks ago. Right next to the pump. Or the people at graduations. The clappers and foghorn people. Did you see anything dumb this week? Nothing's coming to mind. I'm sure I did, but... People were good this week. Or at least I didn't it was see mostly, it. It was mostly an idiot-free weekend. It yeah. really was. It really was. Uh, but instead, I've got something I'm hooked on and watching. It deals with sports. But I'm, like, totally addicted to this. And look at your opinion on uh, whether I should... Did you, did you watch NASCAR last weekend, by the way? No. Okay. Did you watch that road course race two weeks ago I told you to? I watched... About it was in the th- rain. I watched about three laps of it. Who won that? Kramer? I think I, he picked Chase Elliott, didn't he? I don't think it was me. It wasn't me and you wrecked. Yeah, I thought so. We had good cars, though. It was an unfortunate situation. It was rain shortened, too, and I told Kramer it's an asterisk. <laughs> told him it's an asterisk? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to give in like that. You're an, you're an NBA fan as we get the NBA playoffs going on now. All right, here's the incidents we've had. The running on the court incident. Spitting on a player incident. Dumping popcorn on head incident. Thrown water bottle incident, which they're facing felony charges for that. John Morant's family getting the business, right? Harassment. It's five incidents for the NBA. Not exactly a shining moment for the National Basketball Association. All you hear is, well, he's not allowed in the arena anymore. How about the league, man? How about Adam Silver grow a pair and say he can't ever show up to a game? Get it. Stop it, man. You have these announcers talking about it and something's got to be done. We'll do something about it. They can. The felony charge, that needs to be the example. And hopefully something will come about that. Someone suggested that uh, the fan has to pay said player's salary in fines that he was going to make that game. Like it was like 150000 or something. Like you're docked. Court docks your pay. Just bankrupt and, and all these you, people? Well, they would, obviously. I mean, unless they're just daddy warbucks. Yeah. But a lot of these cats have of these, cash. They're in the second row. They're in the upper deck, a lot of these guys. But what would you do, though? Like the commissioner, to me, needs to step up and say, gone from all, all the sports. I just don't know how they go about the banning of, like, can't you just buy a ticket on StubHub? You could. I mean, there's like, ways to get around this. There's ways this to is get, way get in the around. stadium anyways. There's ways to get around it. And asking every person checking cell phone tickets or digital tickets or whatever and having a, you know, a picture of the person like a bad check writer, do they actually, you know, you're actually looking at that person's face. I mean, they could distribute that. They could make it difficult and say you're banned, you know, from every place. And, and you're going to have the Paul Bullard mall cop at different, you know, ticket places want to catch this guy. You know, if he goes to the arena, but definitely in the nearby areas. Now, obviously, if it's an East Coast person, if you're on the West Coast, you're probably not worried about it too much. But, I mean, the own arena, I get those. The self-ban there, that's tough if you're a fan. But if you ban from every state, well, what do you do, man? I mean, the felony charge in Boston, that could lead to something. But what's going to stop it other than these people getting the beat down? I mean... I think that's probably what you have to do if you want to be look at serious ways to to curtail this is like more not just fines but like pressing charges. Well, we saw it with Barkley. 
Mm-hmm. Or not Barkley. Barkley made a statement that, you know, they wouldn't do this to this guy's face. You know, give him a beat down. A lot of these guys don't want to do that because you don't know what this person has. And there was an incident today in Major League Baseball. And we've seen this with baseball. I remember Gana used to run out there and kiss people. Which, back in the day, that was fine. You know, this wasn't... Then later on, we had the Monica Sella stabbing incident, different incidents you have with fans. But we haven't really seen this in college football. And some of those fans are right. Like like Oklahoma State, you've seen it. It's very, very... I mean, Oklahoma's the same way. Very short side. I've never seen a shorter sideline in Oklahoma State. I mean, those fans are right on top of those it's players. like five feet. Maybe not even that much. I mean, they're, they're backed up against it. Yeah. There's not even a lot of room from the sideline to the to the edge. But the NFL, I mean, they're close. They're close, but there weren't helmets. And you've heard of batteries being thrown at different places, like the dog pound where dog biscuits were thrown at players or in Oakland when things would throw at players. But what's a solution other than charges being filed? Do you make I you make a big deal out of that? If you're the commissioner, you go out and say, All right, this this guy did this in this city. He, he will never go to another NBA game. These are the charges going against him. Do you set the example? Yeah, probably. You got to drop the but hammer you, eventually. But you want these fans coming back. Like, you want the fans Do coming back. Do you want we that want... fan back, though? I mean, you got to no. drop the hammer on somebody because who cares about this guy? Who cares about the popcorn guy coming back to the stadium? He's not adding anything positive, right? No, and that's and that's probably going to be a misdemeanor. It's probably not going to be anything. But it is a fan doing something, and you can't tolerate that. Even even something innocent like popcorn on the head, you can't allow that. You know, we all you know Brooks Kepka was talking about the PGA Championship that yeah, fans were rubbing up against his knee, or, his knee. Come on, man! They weren't they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to see Phil. But fans are really close to you in golf. I mean, right next to you in golf. We haven't seen this, but are fans out of control? Were they pent up too long in quarantine? And now they're just out of control. They don't know how to control themselves anymore at games. I mean, I think that's got to be part of it, right? Even if it's just a small part. I'm not saying it makes it's an excuse or a good one, but like people definitely forgot how to act around other human beings. The NBA seems to be having a problem with this. You know? So you think it's an NBA specific problem? No, because it happened in the Chicago Cubs game today. It happens in all sports, but five incidents in the playoffs. And obviously, in hockey, you're not going to see a fan run on the ice. Maybe they will. Maybe they they can, but they're going How down. How you get above the glass? Yeah, exactly. Here's Barkley's solution. Look at that little punk ass. Just take him downstairs and let Kyrie handle that. <laughs> the guys aren't going to fight. They could. If you cross the wrong person, they'll fight. Kyrie would probably just tell him to seek enlightenment or something. But can you see back when Charles Oakley played? Can you imagine a fan like going out there and what Oakley would do to him? The mouse in the palace was like 15 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. A couple of fans got two pieced. <laughs> it just 80-74 Wizards, and we we have a fan who's gotten on the court, and he's been tackled by security. And wow. I'm what sorry. was that guy doing? Well, and there was, uh, we were watching the ball come up. The, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. What is this knucklehead doing? We have an entertaining basketball game, and don't cheer him. Boo him. Boo him and get him out of here. He has no, and don't ever come back. We see you. We know you. 
never see you again at Capital One Arena. Tell you what, man. That stuff does not belong in the game. Security could not have been more on top of that. That was a big-time tackle. i got to believe that security guard played football because he just took him right out, lowered his shoulder, and took him right out. Wow. What is that idiot thinking? And I want to know his name, and I want to tell him to his face, he's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. That kind of behavior. Look, we've been shut down for a year. We have a chance to gather together and have some fun. Get out of here. Tough talking announcer there, though, wasn't it? Tough yeah. talking announcer. Tough talking announcer. I want to know his name. I like the What are you going to do about it, man? The color guy was right. We need to get that security guard on the Chiefs practice squad. They did nice tackle. But they did allow him to go quite a ways to get on the court. You know what I'm saying? He there, ran there was, all the way across the court. There was quite a bit of a run that he had first before he was tackled. He, like, jumped up and touched the backboard and everything. There was quite a bit of running that went on. I remember when the Royals, remember Gamboa, you know, the uh, the father and son that attacked the Royals first base coach back in the day? The Royals were quick to jump out there. I mean, quick. As my friend Trez Paler once said, we see some street justice happen. We'll see. Uh, Mike Matheny spoke about a lot of things, too. He told you what he said about the uh, about Adalberto Montesi. But he had a lot more to say, too, about uh, grinding, the injuries. Are they taking a toll on the team? What's the team's attitude? Not only that, he addresses fans, why you should go to the game. We have that next. Big at night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.